What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemmy here with James Grani. Welcome to the Quick Pitch MLB DFS live stream and podcast recording here for Wednesday's eight-game early 1 p.m. slate. Uh, James, we've hit the first real split slate, feels like, of the season when it comes to uh, DFS platforms here. DraftKings and FanDuel are offering uh, 6.35 p.m. slates. They're offering DraftKings here an eight-game slate starting at 1 p.m., uh, we're going to cover the early slate for today's podcast. James and I will be back live at 5 o'clock Eastern time to cover the 6 o'clock slate. Uh, so make sure you tune in to the live stream there because uh, it will be all different information, all different uh, slate for us to break down here. But I know many of you there uh, chomping at the bit early on Wednesday to get after this eight-game slate starting at 1 p.m. FanDuel. Uh, breaking them up, you know, 12.35, they're starting there. A couple of mini game slates there. So uh, information that will be prudent across the way. But, again, we're breaking down DraftKings today. Uh, eight games starting at 1 o'clock, James. Uh, we can't escape course because another course uh, field slate here with course kicking off at 3.10 Eastern. Um, thank you for everyone listening uh, here on the Better Sports Network and Fantasy Alarm. The last couple of days have been awesome uh, here on the network. It's been a great partnership thus far and we're looking forward to continuing that um interesting eight game slate some top names and by some i mean like literally one elite pitcher probably sure. i guess you know if you want to include marcus stroman logan gilbert some some would say sunny gray the way he started the year uh on the mound have looked really good and tyler mcgill as well so interesting pitching slate john i think yeah. There's going to be a lot of value that we look to attack. Um, in terms of Vegas, uh, let's look. First look, John uh, Jack Flaherty minus 190. Um, that is a, that's going to be interesting. I mean, Jose Urania is pitching on the mound for Colorado. So we know yep. we know all about that one was a gift that kept on giving uh, his last start in cores. It happened early. It happened often. Um, Flaherty, the just wild, right? Still really yep. walking a bunch of guys. You put guys on base and cores, most likely going to give up a lot of runs. So, um, I'm with you there. Going to be pretty interesting to see given how big of a favorite he is. Um, that game also has a 12 and a half implied run total. That's opening at 12 and a half. We closed, uh, Tuesday slate at 12 and a half. We're opening at 12 and a half. Who knows what that's going to be bet up right. to in the middle of the day. Maybe the ball is carrying uh, better. We'll have to see what the weather is for St. Louis and Colorado. Um, anything else notable? Eight and a half runs in Milwaukee, Arizona. Uh, nine and a half actually in Washington and Los Angeles. That's the last game that kicks off, right? Washington, Los Angeles is the last game of the slate. 407. Uh, yes, it is. 407. So nine and a half implied runs in that game. That's a pretty big total. Do we have we have a starter? Is Griffin Canning? Yeah, Griffin sorry, Canning is going for, to start. He's starting LA. Mackenzie Gore starting for Washington here. Uh, Gore again, just very, very cheap. Very yeah. cheap. Um, we, we pitched him in cores the last time out, uh, and it was good. Six innings, two earned, six Ks for us. Um, that feels like a spot to to target does does otani hit the day after he pitches is he not usually on the lineup yeah or? i think he he hits most days most yeah i think i mean i think he'll hit we'll see it's a good point it is a night game after a day game too so like mm -hmm. that could definitely signify a rest day john so good good on you for uh 
uh, mentioning that Angels are minus 180, minus 175 to minus 180 favorites across the board tomorrow. That's a disrespect of Mackenzie Gore, I think. Mackenzie Gore. It is. is it is. It is. That's the second, uh, let's see, second biggest favorite on the board, uh, the Angels in that in that game. Um, Zach Wheeler, minus 190. Flaherty is, Flaherty's floating pretty much between 170 to like 195. Um, and pretty much across the board, the Angels are minus 175 to 180. So it is a little interesting to see Mackenzie yeah. Gore, how well he's pitched, um, just that. You know, how well he's pitched, that pedigree he has as an elite right. prospect. You know, there's a lot going for him. Now, of course, the one thing going against him is his own offense. Um, <laughs> Washington not expected generally to, to put up a lot of runs, right. but to your point here, you know, Griffin Canning expected to make his season debut. Um, certainly a guy that, you know, some inconsistencies last year at times. Now, he did have 10 strikeouts in his most recent rehab start. Uh, so, you know, flame throwing down at the minor league level, but a different uh, different animal here when you get back to the major league level. Uh, we also have uh, Jansen Junk starting uh, for Milwaukee here. Gets recalled up. Uh, Going to be making his debut. Uh, two starts. Uh, for a triple a there 0.9 era in 10 innings so uh again not not a guy that has a great uh track record as a major league pitcher but he's 9100 dollars right <laughs> like, right you know it's just something interesting they're going up against arizona then uh arizona they're they're starting uh dre jameson uh here getting the call up uh for them 6900 he's been more of a of a bullpen guy for them, but you know, maybe he gets uh, extended a bit. Who knows? Yeah, potentially. Um, there's a chance, but you know, maybe not likely just considering where he started. I also want to just a note on Griffin Canning, John, he missed all of last year. Right. So he has not pitched since 2021. Tommy John, right? Yeah. So this is going to be, um, you know, I'm, I'm shocked, really, that he's getting so much respect in uh, in his first start after mm -hmm. not pitching for an entire year. Oh, it right. was actually – so it wasn't Tommy John. It was a okay. lower back stress fracture. Oh, weird. So he missed the entire year with a stress fracture. Okay. Um, oh, there you back. go. $7,400 for him. He gets that matchup there against Mackenzie Gore. Uh, with LA being such a big favorite. Uh, so that's kind of the interesting sort of spot starts. Again, this is a, an eight game early slate. You mentioned the top price guy here, Zach Wheeler is $9,700. Uh, hasn't pitched great. Cincinnati tagged him two runs, three walks, five hits over five and a third. Uh, the Rangers got to him in his first start, four and a third innings, there, four earned runs. Uh, it's, it's not necessarily the trend, but it feels like some of the, the guys we, Fine to be maybe in reliable spots lately. have been getting hit. We saw Sandy Alcantara uh, get lit up against Philly just the other day. Um, you know, it, it, Christian Javier today against Pittsburgh labored a little bit. Um, you know, we got Wheeler McGill as your top two guys. Junk, like I said, doesn't really make sense that he's $9,100. Uh, Stroman at 88 has been, I don't know, the best we've seen of Stroman in, yeah. in a very long time. 12 shutout innings to start of the year, 14 strikeouts. He's got Seattle, who we saw put up a bunch of runs today. Uh, Logan Gilbert on the flip side there, not, not a great matchup against Cleveland last time out. Opened the season against Cleveland, looked really good. 
the Cubs put up a whole bunch of runs here tonight. So, um, you know, less it feels like less reliable starters tonight than we've seen in recent slates. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I think Zach Wheeler is going to garner a ton of love. And I know Luis Arias is coming off the first cycle in Marlins history tonight or on a Tuesday. That's the officially the, the Marlins were the last team in Major League Baseball history to not have a cycle. Wow. So they've now checked off. The, every team has now recorded a, a cycle. Um, still, they're really bad against right-handed pitching this year. Um, they rank near the bottom of the league in pretty much every category, 24th in OPS, um, right there, 23rd in WOBA, and they have a 27% strikeout rate. So I think Zach Wheeler checks in as, you know, should be the highest-priced arm on the slate. I know he hasn't looked fantastic, uh, but even throughout these struggles, Still has churned out double-digit fantasy points in each start. I think this is the upside game. I actually love Tyler McGill and the way he started this year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a tougher spot in San Diego, but it is a good pitcher's park. Love to see the 93, 80, 88 pitches here. Um, we'll see who's in the San Diego. This is going to be a lot of rest. Huh? Like night game, night games followed by day games. Usually we see guys take potentially take days off. We could yeah. see that here. Um, if there is a condensed Padres lineup, maybe McGill, you know, has a softer matchup. And then we're going to see about the wind, right? We're, we'll see about the wind because we talked about it all Tuesday evening. Yeah. Um, we weren't sure uh, Tuesday morning, but the the line kind of was moving towards it looking like runs. John? Okay. So FanDuel has released a over-under, John, for okay. and so has Unibet. Um, and so has Bet Rivers. What would you just random stab at Chicago, Seattle, what they opened at on those three sites? Nine and a half. Ten. If you see ten runs in in Wrigley, that's just again suggesting that there's gonna be weather. Yeah. Again, so you're right. It's going to be tough to get to Stroman and or Logan Gilbert if there's wind. Can you do it? Sure. Because Stroman, the thing we like about Stroman is he induces ground balls. That has been his MO his entire career. Um, And you mentioned that this has been the best version of Marcus Stroman maybe to date. John, a 57% ground ball rate for Stroman's career 68% 68% ground ball rate to start the year. Every the single The numbers are, are better than we generally get from yep. him, too. Yep, 30%. So that means, is that a 2% fly ball rate? Uh, he has an 8% fly ball rate this uh, year. That is impressive. That is a way to uh, <laughs> limit the wind, I would say, in Wrigley Field, if, yeah. if there is, in fact, wind. Yeah, that's a, that is impressive. I, w- I would agree with you there. Um, do you think we, you know, again, better quality of pitcher on the mound in this matchup than we saw uh, on Tuesday? You know, so I wonder how many people will buy into that, you know, uh, game total wind and if those pitchers can keep the damage down. Um, thoughts on Sonny Gray here. 13 strikeouts in his last outing. Tonight we watched Pablo Lopez give two earned in the first and then basically shut down the White Sox lineup after that. Um, do you chase the sunny gray start here? Yes. Uh, and I don't think it's chasing when we could just 
And again, it, different pitchers, but like insert exact conversation we had about White Sox lineup on Tuesday into Wednesday and just kind of moving forward. Um, Pablo Lopez gave up a home run, Andrew Vaughn, and then nothing else happened. You know what happened later? Luis Robert hit a home run. Right. But that was off, not Lopez. That was off the, the Minnesota bullpen. Lopez was dominant, and yeah. that shouldn't surprise us. And I think the same thing can happen once again for Sonny Gray. Truthfully, if I'm, you know, upon first look, and that's what this is, this podcast is a first look podcast, uh, Zach Wheeler and Sonny Gray, that's my cash game. That's, okay. Those are my cash game pitchers as of as of this recording. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think a lot of people go in that direction here. Um, you know, given the game totals, given the matchups, uh, and the fact that the rest of the pitching on this slate really doesn't give you much hope. I mean, listen, I think Mackenzie Gore's a stud. I'll probably have him in lineups, but that is probably the only other starter I would look at on this slate after Sonny Gray. Yeah. Um, Giolito's been horrible. But we kind of said the same thing about the Twins lineup as we did the White Sox lineup, right? Like, don't let Buxton beat you, and then Buxton beat him in the first Buxton inning. Buxton beat him today, yeah. But they didn't do anything else. They scored four runs. So I don't been bad for two years though. He's, so so yes and no. Like last I, year, I understand he got unlucky, but also the luck never turned for him. And then this year he comes into the season, he's still unlucky. So maybe it's not unlucky. Maybe it's just this is where he's at now. I, I'm not saying I'm not like fully pot committed on Giolito like turning it around to be the 2021 guy or the 2020 guy. I'm not, but I'm also just factoring in what Minnesota might throw out there. Like if there's, if they're still without Correa, um, they officially placed Gallo on the IL today. That means they have Kepler, Gallo, Polanco, Kirilov all on the IL. Like that's a significant part of their lineup. They, again, they had Donovan Solano lead off. Like that was their leadoff hitter. And I, we liked Donovan Solano last year, but he was hitting in. He was in. He was good against Great Lucky. American, and he, he was great against Lucky's too. So yeah, and and he was fine in Great American, and that that's great. But like, I'm not you know, really that interested in Donovan Solano leading off. I would definitely have interest in Giolito in tournaments in that case. Um, I like the Edwin Cabrera talent. Uh, the 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 walks though, like John. Yeah, you can't have 13 walks and six in the two-thirds innings. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. Like, who I know walks, there was... Who walks more on this slate? Jack Flaherty, who also has 13 walks? That is a great question. Or Edward Cabrera. Jack Flaherty might not be able to walk people because he might just be getting teed off on in course. Um, I'm going to go Edward Cabrera with more walks here. Okay. But it is... That is such a... They both have come on 13 walks or each in their starts. What a treat. Uh, what a treat to have both these. At least it's your guys point. Hardy is being allowed to throw 93, 94 pitches. So, right, right. You know, they're letting him get there. But, uh, yeah, listen, I think you're, I'm going to agree with you. It's Wheeler, it's Gray, and then it's Gore for me. I think that's the three I've narrowed my, my pitching down to. Um, I like Stroman as long as he can keep the ball down. I mean, 68% ground ball rate is no joke. And that plays in wind. Like, that's. You know, that's the way to neutralize wind. Um, Snell is always in GPP as an option. He has not looked good to start the year. 
Uh, another guy who just lacks control sometimes. Uh, to, your, to your question, uh, we're looking at 20 mile an hour wins tomorrow. Today was only 10. Well, 10. We're looking at 20 mile an hour wins. Tomorrow. That is brutal. Um, Logan Gilbert, I was just looking this up. He has started Sorry, the year. 15 to 25 mile an hour wins with a higher gust possible, according to our friends at weather.com. That so. is awesome. Well, to so let's just we'll quickly just look at Logan Gilbert's profile, okay? Because um Logan Gilbert's a very good pitcher. Yeah. But Logan Gilbert, John, for his career, has a 41.5% fly ball rate, uh, which is six percent higher than his ground ball rate. If Played that, better in Seattle than it would in Chicago. Yes, if that is the case, we are going to want to use um we're just gonna want to use Chicago Cubs bats. Last year, we'll just go through this now. Verse splits against Logan Gilbert was the move. 14 of his 19 home runs allowed versus righties. 454 slug, 334 uh Woba. So keep that in mind when we get to the offense. Can't get to Gilbert if the wins are going to be that bad. Yeah, I, again, we'll, we'll see exactly what the full weather report is. But again, just looking at it now uh, as we're recording here on Tuesday evening, uh, 15 to 25 miles an hour uh, with Gus higher. So um, it should be interesting. Uh, let's move on over to the catcher position, uh, see where we're going uh, today. We talk a lot about spending down more often than not. Uh, at this at this position, eight games here though. Um, you know, do you find yourself attracted to the spend up spots? You know, Real Muto. We talked about the the control issues with, with Cabrera. Contreras just gets Urania at forty six hundred dollars, assuming he does make the lineup here. Um, you know, the other William Contreras gets Jameson, could be you know using like a starter opener role here. Um, Zunino, we know hits for a lot of power. Cal Rally hits for a lot of power. The Stroman, as you mentioned, the ground ball guy there. Um, you know, any, uh, any catchers that you're just like, yep, this is the man to put in my lineup. Going to move on after that. I mean, you can definitely use real Muto in Philly stacks. I don't hate that idea. Um, hasn't been great. 12 strikeouts in nine games is obviously not great, but we know who there's power. We know their speed. And if Edward Cabrera is, you know, walking people, I mean, there's going to be a lot of traffic. If he has, I've never seen this. 17.5 walks per nine for Edward Cabrera. I have never seen that in my not life. a good number. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be that has to be a record book type of number. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean if if either Contreras is in the lineup firmly in play, uh Zanino has hit righties and lefties this year. Probably can't get to Cal Rally. Elias Diaz. Just to the ground ball rate, you think? Yeah, just because the ground ball rate. But I guess, I mean, the wind, right? Like, the wind is something. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a big uppercut swinging catcher versus a ground ball pitcher. So, right. He's either going to drive it directly into the dirt or he's going to get under one. So, right. Um, so, in tournaments, fine. Elias Diaz homered again tonight. He continues to hit really well. So, if you want to play Elias Diaz, Kybert, eh, he's off to a slow start. Which Yankees catcher do we get against uh, uh, Battenfield here? Um, Trevino, probably? Or do we think we get uh, Higashioka? Yeah, probably probably Trevino. Um, 
Gashioka is typically starting against lefties. That is like typically where he's yeah made his uh made his mark. So I'd assume Trevino, but another like Yankees played at I think it was six thirty five. Yeah. So um Trevino started started yesterday. I mean, yeah, I, I would say Trevino. Whoever starts is definitely in play. Okay. Uh, Alvarez struck out three times tonight. I don't think he'll be in the lineup against Snell, but it is versus a lefty. So, you know. He's in the lineup hitting ninth. Like, it's back in play, but he had the much – he had a softer matchup on Tuesday, and that was not uh, – that did not pan out very well. Correct. I agree with you there. Um, all right. So, catcher mostly will just depend on who's starting. I mean, you know, we'll get the full lineups out by one. Uh, we'll know who's going to be in or out, and we can kind of make our determinations there, but at least – uh, we, we are a big fan of uh, Real Muto. The Contreras uh, catchers here are probably going to make some some noise when it comes to our lineups on the slate. Uh, moving on over to the first base position here. Uh, again, we'll see if you have Otani in the lineup or not. He's $6,100. Uh, but then you have Goldschmidt, who was, again, at least at last check, laying another egg uh, in a spot where a lot of people rostered him. You go back to the well, you know, the Urena, though. I mean, like, uh, he can't he can't struggle in cores for all the games, can he? No, I think like, and this is like lineup fatigue type of thing. Like, are we gonna get Goldschmidt at low ownership because he hasn't done well the last two games, right? Like, that's um, thus far at current as as they enter the top of the eighth inning. Uh, Goldschmidt is 0 for 3 with a run scored, an RBI, and a walk. So he's gotten you six fantasy points without yeah. hit, getting a hit. If that just doesn't show you the upside that Paul Goldschmidt right. has, that he can have six fantasy points without a hit, then like you're gonna you're gonna miss the boat. This is the I think of all the spots this th- last three days, like this is the spot because we've seen Kyle Freeland now look really good in back to back starts at course. He's looked really good all season. Yeah, he has looked good. Yeah, true. But like specifically at cores, like the yes. last two time we've gone to pick on him, it's been the bullpen that has, I mean, not last start, but this start ha- right. has failed Kyle Freeland. Jose Arena does not look good at home. He doesn't look good on the road. Um, I'm just, so if. if he gives up back to back home runs to start the last game, so. Look, if people are getting over Goldschmidt already and like fatigued on the NL MVP, like two games into cores, then yeah, I'm all in. I'm, right. He's probably my favorite spend up. And conversely, nobody played the Rockies t- on Tuesday, John. What did CJ Crone do? Hit a bomb. Yeah. Him and Ryan McMahon, uh, McMahon went back to back. Sorry. Yep. Long, long day. Uh, Love them both. Love both first baseman and course. Yeah, let's even talk Crone against righties, right? You know, better last year, and now he gets Flaherty, who's either walking you or throwing you down the plate. So uh, certainly could get some pitches to hit here, get into at least favorable hitter counts, right, against Flaherty, and, and then you see your pitch. So uh, I like it uh, for sure. In the mid-tier, I, I kind of think, you know, we, we haven't had the opportunity to play Yankees in a little bit. I wonder if people will be Jones and get Yankees into their lineups. Uh, you got Rizzo here at 4,400. Yeah, and Rizzo's heating up, too. A little three-game hitting streak. Hadn't really done much, like, hitting almost every game he's played, but, like, that's it. But now two multi-hit games over his last three. Um, I'd love to get to Rizzo. I was just looking up Peyton Battenfield's splits from AAA last year. Um, definitely struggled more against lefties. 
442 slugs, 750 OPS for lefties, 10 home runs. He made 28 starts. Um, righties were less than average. It was mostly lefty power, which unfortunately the Yankees don't have a lot of right. uh, other than Rizzo. But um, I'm sure if they hit Judge Lefty, he would have power. So. I'm sure. If, I mean, we watched Anthony Rendon hit a home run lefty, <laughs> so I'm sure. I'm sure Aaron Judge can can muscle right. one up too. Um, yeah, I, I love Rizzo 44. And I yeah. think when we when it comes to it, you know, we're going to see the Yankees with one of the higher implied totals of the day and probably yeah. the top pit. I don't know if they're the top pivot off of cores and, and Wrigley because those are going to be probably neck and neck, but the Yankees are probably going to check in like third. Yep. Uh, we got Naylor at 4,200 against Schmidt. I'm fine going to lefty-righty matchup there. Uh, some power. If you're not a believer in Mackenzie Gore, then it obviously would just make sense to go against Mackenzie Gore. Yep. We talked about this the other day. The, the Angels do have quite a few bats in their lineup that hit left-handed pitching. So they do. Um, you know, Brandon Drury obviously here at forty-one hundred dollars is a name to watch. Um, if you're not going to be in on on that spot, Josh Bell's four K. Christian Walker against Junk at four K has some power. Alec Bones been hitting the ball. Uh, you know, one of the best hitters right now in Philly. Um, you know, he's got first base, third base eligibility at $3,800. So there's definitely some guys here, you know, basically in that 4k below range that could be filling out our first base spots. Yeah. I mean, of the guys you mentioned, I definitely have interest in, um, Alec Bohm. And I think the owner or the multi-position eligibility really stands out. Like Philly's offense was non-existent and then it just all started to click and they've just scored a boatload of runs um recently so um well i guess in i'm i shouldn't say that they had a boatload of game, runs in one game on sunday and then it's been kind of middling but bohm has not been the reason as to why they're not scoring yeah. um eight rbis his last three games he has hits in six straight games five straight games um so yeah i could definitely get to alec bohm and again if edward cabrera keeps struggling you know, Philly could be a very, very, very interesting stack. Yep. Uh, again, it, it all depends on what we think of Jamison here, but obviously Rowdy Telez is 3,200. You get the lefty-righty matchup. Uh, Eric Hosmer, lefty-righty against Gilbert, as we talked about, with the, with the potential wind uh, there out in Chicago for this spot. He's certainly uh, someone that could be popping up. You know, one thing I don't see here, James, as we're scrolling through? What is that? Uh, Burleson no longer first base outfield. Hmm. And only Yepes. Yep. Burleson just the outfield, huh? Yep. Yep. I wonder what they do because Yepes homered on Tuesday, right? So I wonder if they get. I wonder if they keep Yepes in the lineup, just like roll with the hot bat. Could be a. Could would it would it be a, a Goldie off day? Would they dare? Maybe this is also the. Oh, Jordan Walker continued the hit streak. I, I was about to say, I, I think Jordan Walker is uh, hitless. So maybe we get a Jordan Walker uh, day off, but possibly. Um, Yepes DH'd. Goldie played first, night game after day game. You know, but we are too accustomed. We, we because we do the NBA, yeah, we we're, just we're, think yeah, we're, we're, we're just skeptics. guys being days we're off. Just days way, we're way too skeptical with that. We'll just have to wait and see the lineups, and we'll get them early. Like, yeah. um, we'll have them bright and early because the day slate. So, um, yeah, I mean, if Yepes is in the lineup, I'm interested. Uh, when we get to outfield, I'm sure we'll have interest in uh, Burleson. And, you know, another Cub first baseman, Trey Mancini, 
homered, homered on Tuesday. And you and... you brought him up on the live stream at five o'clock. So yep, that it was a uh, we you know we we were really digging this Seattle Chicago game uh, during that live stream today. So yeah, and uh, flexing with the righty splits and had a, obviously ended, I mean twenty three runs later in that game, right? So <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I think Mancini profiles well against Gilbert. We just talked about it when we're talking about Logan Gilbert, he was worse again against righties, like another Seattle pitcher that profiles worse against right-handed bats, Mancini, multi-position eligible. I kind of like, I kind of like that. Uh, Moustakis tonight, we asked if he was, if the moose was (laughs) going to be loose in cores, Uh, one for three with a double, a run scored and a walk tonight. Now he gets fired here at 2,600 bucks. You know, they might need to cage moves. He's <laughs> he's getting he's getting too crazy. He's getting too crazy out there. Yeah. Uh, so just another like cheapy Colorado guy. Probably you can throw yep. him against player. I mean, six walks is ridiculous. So yep. <clears throat> he's got to put that many guys on base. There's a good chance he walks you. You know, just handing him out. <laughs> um, all right, second base position here. Gliber questionable day to day. Looks like that yeah, he, he left play. today. Yeah, tweaked his hip. So. A uh, good chance Gliver Torres not in the lineup here for the Yankees at 4,900. My best ball teams are just lose Adam Duvall. Now Gliver Torres here with a, with a hip flexor. Uh, you know, it, it was great to be in first place for two weeks. It doesn't seem like we're uh, trending to remain in that direction. Uh, Brendan Donovan, $4,800. Rojas at 47. McMahon at 46. Andres Jimenez hit second today for Cleveland, had two hits. Uh, I feel like that's going to be a pretty popular play at $4,500. LeMayu leading off for the Yankees at 44 A pretty strong top half of the second base position, generally not what we've been looking at. Uh, something big just happened in, in – uh, oh, that was the last inning I think you just talked about, right? Uh, St. Louis just put up four runs in that game. Yep, so. yep, St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis tied the game um, with, a, with a big inning. Yeah, Arenado looks like three RBIs. Yeah, double. I think basics clearing double or uh, some some form of uh, yeah, basis clearing double for Arenado. Um, so top of second is very strong. I don't expect Glaber to play, especially with the the hip flexor leaving. I mean, you leave a game and then it's a day game the next day. Like that's super hard to get in the lineup. Brennan Donovan. I mean. We keep like wondering who's going to lead off, and it's just always the answer has just been Brendan Donovan. Right. So probably lefty on the mound, Brendan Donovan, right on the mound, Brendan Donovan. <laughs> um, despite hitting two thirty-five, I mean McMahon homered, so now you know two home runs in his last five games. He has an RBI in four of his last five games. Uh, four, I, four straight starts, I should say, because yeah. you know Seattle or the first, the last game. Um, of course he didn't start on Monday, so uh, like that play. Jimenez is a very good player. As we know, and, you know, it's not just power, it's speed, it's power, it's hits. It's really just a little bit of everything. Yeah. Don't know why it took them a year and a half to bat him second, but here we yeah. are. Uh, he should have been batting second like a long time ago. And LeMahieu is fine. I mean, you know, like, I think he lacks upside at times because he's not a guy that we're – he's going to hit 25 to 30 home runs and – might just single you to death, but also right. if he singles you to death and Aaron Judge hits three home runs behind him, then like, you know, all yep. is forgot all all is forgotten. You have enough for you know that's 14 fantasy points. So yeah. Uh Nico Horner put a power display on today. He had a double. 
Um, he, he also, also had, stole a base. He also stole a base. He also really. stole a base. Two for four today. Three runs, two RBI, a double, and a stolen base for Nico Horner. Uh, we joke about the power, but I mean, if the dude's gonna be getting two to three hits a night and scoring runs and stealing bases, uh, forty two hundred dollars feels a little too free. I mean, right? We joked about it, but like, he signed that big extension in the off season, and he's like was very good against lefties last year, but now he's just hitting everyone to start this year. I mean, look at the multi-hit games. He has so many multi-hit games already this year. Uh, and the more he's on, the more chance he's going to steal a base. Four in his last six games now for Nico Horner. If the winds are blowing out, like, yeah. it ain't going to hurt him. I mean, it's not going to hurt the guy. Like, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm perfectly fine getting Horner and another righty for the Cubs. And mm-hmm. Logan Gilbert struggled against righties last year, so yep. give, give me ben, ben, the, ben the trend here. It seems like, yep, uh, for sure. Um, anybody else in the in the value range here at second base? Nolan Gorman's obviously playing today. He's got Urania, Renjifo. We talked about it. If you're not in on Mackenzie Gore, you gotta love the Angels bats that hit lefties, right? Renjifo, thirty six hundred dollars. Uh, against Gore, he went two for four with two RBIs uh, for us the other day when we were touting him. So uh, definitely a guy that should be in play. Bryson Stott at at thirty three hundred dollars is somebody that we've seen hit at the top of that lineup. Yep. Four twenty two, four straight two hit games for Bryson Stott here. Lefty versus righty against Cabrera at thirty three hundred. That one feels like a really strong play. I mean, there are definitely some spots to go here tonight. The uh, your Nolan Gorman call was poetic, John. He homered. As you said, no. As you said his name, he hit. Just now. Yes. As you said his name, so think back uh, the forty-seven seconds ago that you said Nolan Gorman's name, he homered. As you said it, so um, you just you're. I guess you're the Nolan Gorman whisperer. Kansas City, uh, St. Louis, rather taking the lead then there on the the Gorman homer. Um, I actually think Gorman is my favorite play in this tier, and you know, thirty-nine hundred. I love that we now don't have to select between Nolan Gorman, Nolan Arenado, and Brendan Donovan at third because now only <laughs> Nolan Arenado is third base eligible. They've right. all been third base eligible. Like any, you guys can keep Brendan Donovan and play him. I'm gonna just save nine hundred dollars and play Nolan Gorman, who is more powerful. He's realistically been better. He just hit his third home run already this year. He's hitting over three hundred. Why would we not play Nolan Gorman against Jose Urena, who was just horrific against yeah. lefties last year, has been terrible as you've profiled this whole entire pod, uh, podcast so far. Nolan Gorman is one of the best plays of the slate. And yep, I, feels I, like it. The 3,900 bucks. Yeah, it feels one of the best plays of the slate. Uh, again, <laughs> excuse me, Stott was, is, is still yep. really strong right now. Sure. Uh, Nick Gordon, we talked about hitting fifth today, uh, did come through two for four with a double. So. Uh, you know, if Minnesota's got literally nobody else, then do we think Julia's <laughs> washed? Uh, Nick Gordon, $3,100 is there. Uh, that is probably it for me. Yeah. Um, like Solano Tarang, will get up again. He's first, second base eligibility at 2100 right? So, yep. Um, Terang as well. Uh, Jameson looked terrible in the spring. Um, he struck out a lot of people, but he gave up 12 earned in 14 innings. He, you know, was not all that good last year. And, I mean, he was actually pretty good out of the bullpen last year. He's been pretty good. Uh, I guess I take it back. He was pretty good 
Um, but like, how long is he going to be extended? Do we trust mm-hmm. the Arizona bullpen? Um, so Terang twenty four hundred gets on to the steal base for us. Sure. Um, that's probably it, though, right? Yep. Yep. That's, that's it. Fine. Third base position, we have Jose Ramirez at 6K, Arenado at 55, Machado at 5K is your top three guys over that price point here. How do you rank them up? Um, Nolan Arenado first. Uh, I'm I'm all in on the Cardinals. I have, we you and I have been pretty wishy washy. I think um, on cores and it's paid off the first two nights, but like that's you you kind of have to take a stand, right? Like. It wasn't. Kyle Freeland shut everyone down. Everyone was so disappointed. And then, they, you know, the Rockies bullpen strikes again. Right. But I'm going to play course. And Arenado's my top dog. Um, Jose Ramirez, second. Machado, third. Tyler Murillo's been really good. And I, I know he can, you know, Machado can hit anybody. Um, but he hasn't hit any home runs this year. And for 5K, you know, I'm going to play the guy in course over a guy who hasn't yet homered and has a tougher matchup. And then Ramirez, you know, hasn't homered, but he has four stolen bases and sure. six extra base hits. So you could definitely get to him. So uh, Arenado Ramirez Machado is how I'd rank that, that top okay. here. Uh, you talked enough about the splits there for Gilbert versus righties. Patrick Wisdom's here at 4,600. Yes. Uh, Patrick Wisdom is someone who has a lot of home run potential too. Like he could hit 30 home runs this year. And I don't think anyone would be surprised. So, um, like the third base outfield eligible also also don't like or i like that he's not 5k like the price tag i spent for him on on uh <laughs> on uh tuesday slate so have to like that um as well for sure uh anthony rendon here uh again last game out he was scratched when we expected him to be in the lineup against the lefty he did uh, play tuesday he did play tuesday yep he did play tuesday not that anything's happening in that game yeah nothing um, yeah yeah he, but he does have the lone RBI in this game. It is a sacrifice. It was on a sack fly. Uh, he is the only one in this game with, uh, the, he's the only run scored. Right. Um, but that's also because Shohei Otani has a one hitter. Yep. And so, and jo- Josiah Gray, uh, managing to not give up home runs. <laughs> right, so, right. Um, so right. Like I said, though, so Rendon gets a lefty here. We talk about his splits. I, I don't mean to continue to be repetitive this entire podcast, but like, if you're not playing Mackenzie Gore, then you should be playing Angels lefty uh, bats against this left-handed pitcher. They all hit him. They all hit lefties very fairly well. Uh, so uh, it would just kind of make sense uh, that you would want to stack against him if you're not a believer in him because he's too cheap as a pitcher. If you like right. them, to not put him in your lineup. Right. Um, we talked to Alec Bohm already. Thirty-eight just feels free against Cabrera. Really great price tag there. Escobar we talked about on tonight's uh, live stream. The only thing he does left really is hit lefties. Blake Snell there at $3,700. Um, Miranda's pretty cheap at 34 against Giolito. Again, a guy that hit for a lot of power at the minor league level. Hasn't really translated yet uh, over to the major league level, but, you know, could could see him there as well. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't have a lot of interest in this, in this mid-tier. Um, I think Miranda's fine, but, like, he – Really has been bad to start the year. Yeah. Um, Bohm, we talked about a first base. So, like, I'll just take him from first because there was a lot of other options, and I'll just insert him into my now favorite mid-tier third base play. So I'm right. actually just stealing him from first and putting him back at third. I'm just going to pr- 
like Will Smith. What is the Men in Black uh, thing that they had that like zapped you? It zapped yeah. your memory. Anyone that heard me talk about it at first is now freeze. Okay, and now Alec Bohm. Alec Bohm's my favorite third baseman uh, in this mid tier, John. Okay, sounds great. Love it. Let's move on over to shortstop. Then. <laughs> uh, shortstops here. Trey Turner at fifty six again. I haven't had an opportunity to play a lot of Trey Turner. Uh, right. Feels like a good spot, especially if he's going to get a free pass the first. Yes. Uh, to, <laughs> yes. To maybe get some of that exposure. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple stolen bases maybe on the docket here at fifty six hundred dollars could be uh could be heading his way. Uh, Dansby still feels a little bit too expensive, but you talked again. The righty splits first Gilbert there at fifty three, and maybe the he win. left. He left by the way, so he okay. left Tuesday's game. Um, I side think it was, tightness. Yeah, okay. I think they they called it something with the side. Um, so two shortstops, uh, both Seager and Swanson both left. Um, so if if he's if Swanson's back in the lineup, I have no problem getting there. I'm just unsure if he's going to play. Okay. Something to uh, certainly uh, look to pay attention to then. Uh, Xander's at 51. Uh, it feels like pretty unanimous. We like Trey Turner here. Pretty unanimous. Uh, Xander, Your boy Xander did homer again because all he does is hit baseballs. But anyone over 5K for it's Trey Turner. Okay. Um, Francisco Lindor versus Lefty and Blake Snell's at $4,800. I think we're very interested. Very interested going there. Tommy Edmund Homer today hitting second. Probably won't hit second versus a righty, but uh, he hit ninth the other day, I think. So, you know, get the yep. wraparound on Edmund maybe there at 42. Yep. Um, I'll throw Adamas out there too for home run. Just hit his third home run Tuesday night as well. Okay. He's been pretty good lately. Two, three home runs in his last five games. So, uh, Adamas for a home run as well. Uh, won't, won't fight you on that one. Any other mid tier guys? Um, I like Rangifo with the shortstop eligibility. DraftKings kind of given us because we had all second base, third base, right? We couldn't. Uh, Urshela was like the only option the other day at uh yeah. at shortstop for the Angels. Um, I like Rangifo there. I know you already mentioned him. Like Volpe's been so bad recently. Um, had his had a day off on Tuesday for the first time this season. C.J. Abrams, I know his numbers are mostly skewed because, of course, he had the two triples, three RBIs. But yeah. on Monday, he had two RBI hit and a stolen base. I don't dislike that. I mean, Griffin Canning wasn't great before the back before the back injury, too. Yeah. Like he, you know, isn't all that great. So, yeah, I think C.J. Abrams twenty eight hundred. Um, makes yeah, he hits at the bottom. Doesn't he hit at the bottom of that lineup? But again, it doesn't really matter, I guess. He's gonna hit at the bottom. Yeah, he's gonna hit at the bottom of the lineup. Um, and you mentioned it's... Volpe, right? Yeah, they missed. And that. I mentioned, yeah, I mentioned Volpe. He got, he had Tuesday off. Okay. Um, uh, Abrams hit seventh on Tuesday. Okay. Something to watch there. One for uh, two with a du- one for two with a double. He's the only hit off Otani thus far. Okay, I don't mind it. I certainly, I certainly do not mind that. Um, yeah, not, not again, not too many you know, mid-tier guys, but there are a couple of value. Uh, if John Birdie finds his way into the lineup, I always don't mind throwing darts at him. Again, he's been playing pretty consistently. Um, homered even today, uh, not yep. a big power guy, um, but, you know, elite, elite stolen base upside. Like, can't steal two to three bags in a game if he gets on. So, um, I don't mind John Birdie if he's in the lineup, even though it's against Zach Wheeler here. That's, that's fine by me. John Birdie can go over three with a walk, 
and end up bags. getting you 14 <laughs> fantasy points because he steals two bags and scores a run. Like right. that's literally John Birdie in a nutshell. So. Yep, 100. percent All right, outfield. We know biggest player pool on the board at the position. Uh, Mr. Aaron Judge is your top price guy at 63. Uh, Otani and Trout, which again are letting everybody down. Uh, Julio Rodriguez let everybody down here today in a game that Seattle scored all those runs. Uh, you know, Luis Robert was one of the guys that did the damage early against Pablo Lopez here today. Uh, Soto at 54, Buxton homered, Schwab Daddy at 53. You know, where are we going to the top part of this uh, outfield spot? Everyone and anybody, they're all in play. Um, Aaron Judge is an elite play, 63. We know he has slate breaking upside just the other day, hit two home runs in Baltimore. Um, in Baltimore, you know, um, the Yankees offense has looked pretty good lately. Um, and they get Battenfield. Um, that's not going to be Battenfield. It's going to be bat in practice. Oh. Ooh, got him. Um, that's that you, Kangas man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Cleveland Guardians fan. Anyways, um, I like Aaron Judge. Uh, Trout, I like a little bit more than Otani. Plus, you mentioned it. Like, he might not play day right. after pitching. So, we'll have to see. You know what? If the wins are bad, Julio Rodriguez has been disappointing the last two slates. Being a contrarian GPP play, I have no issues getting back to that. Um, probably not going to play much Luis Robert just because we're playing Sonny Gray, but can't deny how good this dude's been. He's been right. amazing to start the year. And this is all we've wanted from Luis Robert. Just stay healthy and, you know, you're a monster. Soto, eh. Buxton tournaments, is a great play always and Schwarber for tournaments always because we know Schwarber can go two for five with three strikeouts and two home runs. And you know, that's, that's the day at the office for Kyle Schwarber. So uh, I like Schwarber too. A hundred percent in agreement with you there as well. Uh, other guys down in here in the mid tier, uh, you know, something like Marte versus Snell gets a lefty Ian Happ. We know has some power. Uh, Jazz Chisholm has the power speed, but going up against Wheeler, maybe not the most, flattering uh a matchup for him there chris bryan against flaherty at 49 keep saying it hunter renfro homered the other day if you're not playing mckenzie gore play against them there's certainly plenty of lefties uh in the in lefty killers in the lineup for what for la to make this one a little bit uh of a tough go for gore but we like his stuff we think he's pretty electric so um there's much power as there is in a bat like renfro there's also strikeout potential in a bat in renfro so Yep. Um, you know, Stanton's there at 47. Where are we in this like upper 4K range for you? Um, I mean, Renfro homered three games in a row going into Tuesday, and mm -hmm. Tuesday's game as we're recording is still not complete. So, could it be four? You know, stay tuned to find out. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, like Renfro for tournaments, Stanton's actually been pretty good at the dish. Everything still is just rockets off his bat every single time. It's insane. A little five-game hitting streak going with, and only one home run in that span. But I've always been a I'm playing Giancarlo Stanton when he's hot, and I'm not playing him until he's like heating up because when right. he's he looks like the best and worst baseball players when he's really hot. He looks like the guy who hit 50 home runs in a year, and you know, and then when he's ice cold, like he looks like he doesn't know how to play baseball. So right now, Stanton hot, I'm playing him. Um, and then like this mid tier 4k range is kind of interesting. Like Stephen Kwan is fine, but unless he's stealing a base, I don't love it. Tyler O'Neill, 
who even knows what to make of Tyler O'Neill <laughs> right. at this point. Um, but if he's in the lineup, I have interest. That's like it. it. I like Castellanos I, at yeah. 42. Yeah, Cast- yeah, Castellanos at 42 is good. But where did his power go? I mean, I know he has seven doubles, and that's yeah. awesome. But, like, this was last year, too. He had, like, 15 home runs last yeah. year. I mean, he leaves Cincinnati. Well, and you get no him out power. of Cincinnati. Yeah, you get him out of Cincinnati. The power. He wasn't a big masher for Detroit. Right. You know, right. like, he had 20, 25 home run upside. But, you know, not, take him out of a big, you know, the, the, the Great American Small Park. We call it for a reason, right? So. It's, a fair, it's a fair point. It's a fair uh, so he's there. Um, I mean, Burleson's 3,800 as an outfielder, right? So probably going to slot him in. He's going to hit second. Uh, Miles Straw has a lot of stolen base potential at $3,700. He's also hitting the ball really well right now, 343 average. Yep. Uh, could just be chasing some stolen base points here down in this like 3K range. Um, McCarthy gets drunk at 36. Brandon Marsh has been off to a really good start. He's $3,500 against Cabrera here. Uh, Jordan Walker's 3,400 at least. He's, yep. you know. There you go. Um, go. So definitely some uh, some 3K value uh, on this. Corbin Carroll, 3,100 bucks. I was waiting for you to get there. I was going to say, you haven't even mentioned the best one of them all. Yeah. The best Kyle one Nick, of them all is Corbin Carroll. Strowman, I mean, 33K for him. He's been heating up. Oscar Colas is 29. Garrett Mitchell's 28. He just got another hit tonight, Garrett Mitchell. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm like very interested. So Jansen Junk, right? Yeah. Is a 27-year-old who has pitched like six games in the big leagues. Last year, lefties crushed him. Yeah. In triple. His numbers or his numbers at the major league level aren't great, which is why I don't get the ninety one hundred dollar price tag. So like, I guess he he pitched in the PCL. So like, that's obviously the the Las Vegas league that right. it's just impossible to pitch in. Hitter Haven. Hitter Haven. But like, didn't pitch well in spring. He's twenty seven years old, and he was drafted at twenty one. So he's just been a career minor leaguer for the New York Yankees. By the yeah. way. Um, I'm not like I, I'm not really sold on Jansen Junk and dude seeing Corbin Carroll at thirty one hundred dollars righty lefty split seeing um, Jake McCarthy thirty six hundred dollars in the righty lefty split I know they've struggled can I, you know okay. is yeah. this a safe space John I love Arizona. Is this I, a safe I, space? Like, I uh, think it's fine. Uh, Jansen Junk in his uh, – we got seven major league games that he's pitched in. Uh, he's allowed six home runs. Uh, six so, home runs allowed. So. so can we just quickly revisit the fact that Paven Smith has been hitting in this middle, middle of the lineup yeah. for them? 2,900 first baseman. Uh, we know Christian Walker obviously has pop. He homered on Monday, I believe. He homered on Monday off of – uh, Corbin Burns pitch. No, Corbin Burns pitched tonight. Uh, pitch yeah. Tuesday. So, uh, who pitched on Monday? Wade Miley. Uh, he homered off Wade Miley on Monday. We didn't. I know we didn't mention Rojas because I think we were uh surprised that he was. Well, I mentioned him, but I felt like he was very expensive. But Cattell Marte forty three. Like I'm kind of just 
I'm talking myself into Arizona here because I don't get the Jansen Junk price. I didn't get it. It didn't make any sense to be for it to be ninety one hundred dollars. Thirty four hundred, hot Arizona weather. You know, in the middle of the day, maybe we're maybe we're missing. Well, they got something. the they got the humidor in there now. That's true. That's true. Um, Marte's career better numbers against lefties, but not again. That may not matter. So, okay. Um, maybe we get um uh that shortstop there that we were playing the other day, Geraldo Perdomo. Perdomo, maybe maybe Perdomo finds his way into. If the he's hitting here. second, he's he's not he's not cheap anymore. No, he's he's four K, but like you said, if he's in the lineup, I'm I'm kind of in. Um, he. Arizona is getting shut out, and Corbin Burns has a one hitter through six innings. Well, I did. Six. I did say on on the stream this morning that I thought maybe Corbin Burns was a little bit too free at eighty five hundred dollars. So the uh, the only hit that Arizona has is a Gabriel Moreno single. Um, if we're getting any, you know, lineup ideas. Uh, Rojas, Marte, Pavin Smith was one through three. Corbin Carroll, McCarthy, Moreno was five through seven. And then Perdomo hit ninth. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I don't mind it. I certainly don't mind it. All right. Let's uh, give our home run call. Cores cannot be included. Cores cannot be included. Uh, home run call. You go first today. Uh, Putting you on the spot. You got to put me on the spot. Uh, let's. Let's go with. Let's go, Stanton. I was also gonna go Yankees, but I'm gonna pivot. Um, I'm gonna pivot away from the Yankees. Can't go cores. Um, so naturally, I'm just gonna pivot to Cubs uh, because we're gonna have 15 to 20 hour wins, and uh, I will go Patrick Wisdom. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Trey Mancini back-to-back nights with a home run. Okay. I thought you were going to say Nico Horner. So um. I should have. I honestly, I should. I should. It would have made for a great clip if you called the Nico Horner homer. It was only of the year that you probably The only did. of the year, right. right. Um, all right. We got a couple of minutes left here. Let's build the lineup. Are we plugging Wheeler in? Yes. Okay. What's our SB2? So I know you like... Mackenzie Gore. I also think there's a lot to dislike about him. Like, I think there's a lot to like I've and said, dislike. I've about. said, if you're not playing Gore, then you, you play against him. It's one of the, obviously, I'm not speaking anything too crazy here. He's either going to pitch well or he's going to pitch poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so like, That's a, that was bold. That was very bold. Bold, yeah, bold statement. I know. I get it. I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Um, I will say Sonny Gray just feels like kind of a plug-and-play here at 8,300, given what the White Sox likely have against him. But I don't know how you feel about that. No, I'm good. I'm good with Sonny Gray. I, I don't mind it. I don't think we get 13 strikeouts. I, it's not that I think but we're going we to get, get five, th- So Right. He's allowed one and run through two starts. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's home – the White Sox offense could just be Luis Robert and friends like yep. it was again. So Yeah, I'm good. Um, All right, so that will give us 4K a play. We just went through it, just a ridiculous amount of outfielders. We're going to play Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll, and yep. And we're playing uh, course. We're playing course today. We are in course. on St. Louis. Okay. That, that is the next step, I think, for us. Okay, so Burleson. 
Uh, Gorman, Burleson, Arenado for sure would be like probably unless you'd prefer Goldie, but I feel like we liked more at first base. Well, there was more at first base, right? Christian Walker was 4K. Alec Bohm was 3,800. You liked Arenado, but you liked Bohm. So does, does Bohm go now to first for us? Or does Bohm go to third and we go back to Goldschmidt? Well, there's also like the Mancini, like the Cubs Seattle game. Mancini does have outfield eligibility at $2,600. If we played Mancini, could that get us Goldie? Because we're going to, we could punt catcher too, right? Like we could literally just. Uh, Yeah, I mean, $3,650 for a shortstop and and a catcher. Who, Who is our shortstop? For number almost four k. Well, we wanted a punt catcher potentially, right? So yeah, who's our who is our punt catcher? One I mean, Marino is junk twenty nine hundred. Yeah, kind of fits the uh, kind of fits what we were doing. Yeah, there, right? yep, yeah. And they were five hitting five and seven. So like they, Corbin Carroll and Moreno correlate. Tommy Edmund at forty two hundred. Bang five card five cards. I you know. So look, we, we we don't have Jordan Walker in our lineup, but I mean it's you know you know my feelings. I will play five. I have no problem playing five. It's Jose Arena, like it's Jose Arena, and then friends after a, a bullpen that just got lit up for seven earned runs after Kyle Freeland left the game. They we lost. Can, we, we can max out with five. That's fine. Goldschmidt, Norman, Arenado, and Edmund is your is our is our lineup. That kind of wraps around too. So they, they had four. The Rockies used four relievers and gave up seven runs tonight. Like their bullpen is going to be taxed going into this game, um, I, dude. Would you rather Garrett Mitchell or Trey Mancini? I mean, I one of them is my home run call and one of them isn't. So okay. I okay. personally would go Mancini, but like I'm also not against playing Garrett Mitchell okay. um, if that's where we wanted to yeah, pivot. Mancini, your home run call that works. Well, okay. Well, we could pivot. What we could do is pivot off Goldschmidt, put Mancini at first, play Garrett Mitchell, and then maybe move somewhere else. We're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have. We're gonna have money. I, so oh, we have we have so we have so much money. My my suspicion is Contreras doesn't play unless he okay. DHs because usually you don't get the three games in a row with the catcher. I mean, Marino's been playing a ton, right? So yeah, that's true. I guess he had an off the ninth. You Maybe. might be right. You might be, play Contreras. Play Contreras if we have. Uh, uh, forty-two fifty for a second shortstop and an outfielder. Um, you wanted to play Garrett Mitchell, didn't you? So we can play Trey Turner at what 56 Garrett, and play Garrett, Garrett Mitchell. Mitchell. I got, we can play Garrett Mitchell right there. So we can do, yeah, let's do that. Zach Wheeler, Sonny Gray, Wilson Contreras, Trey Mancini, Nolan Gorman, Nolan Arenado, Trey Turner, Corbin Carroll, Alec Burleson, Garrett Mitchell. $100 left over. Good good for me. Doesn't that, doesn't that feel like it works? Yeah, good for me. Feels like it works for me too as well. So uh, that is it, everybody. That is our breakdown of the DraftKings 1 p.m. slate. Uh, James and I will be back live at 5 p.m. Eastern on the Better Sports Network and Fantasy Alarm channels uh, across all social media platforms to break down the 635 main slate that's going on as well in DraftKings uh, and FanDuel. 
Uh, if you're not already a member of the Fantasy Alarm family, check out the deal we got going on down below. Save 50% off the first six months using promo code MLB50. It's $19.98 a month access for all sports all the way through the first month of the NFL season. Get all of our DFS and seasonal content as well as access to our premium Discord where we're in there answering your start sick questions. For James and I, we will be back here for Thursday. Good luck, everybody. We'll talk to you all later.